sends it well out to left center field. And it's gone! He went to Jared! Sox for the win! Second night in a row, Jansen gets booed off the field. You're listening to the Atia Hour podcast presented by Booking Sports with your host, Trent Atia. What up, what up, what up, what up, what up? It is Trent Atia, your host of your favorite gambling podcast, the Atia Hour, powered by the Booking Sports app. Tired of tracking your bets and hopping through app to app to engage with the sports betting community? Download Booking Sports for free on the Google Play Store, Apple App Store. Best decision you'll ever make. Join the squad, track your bets, buy picks from expert handicappers, and most importantly, interact and engage with all different types of sports bettors together. Lose, you do it together on Boogie Sports. Download it for free today. We got a great show today on Tuesday, August 17th. Uh, lots to go over, lots to talk about. Dog days of summer, we're still, we're, we're right that smack dab in the middle of it. Right smack dab in the middle. Today, we're going to be talking about shit from last night, of course. We got a Who's Fucked segment where we all go around and talk about who's fucked in today's sports betting world. Uh, and then me and the gang are going to be going over some uh, NFL QB player props and specifically yard totals uh, for the top 10 quarterbacks in the league. But uh, thanks for joining us today. We got, I mean, hey, last night I got hoed. Uh, I had a four-team parlay. MLB and the Padres. I can't even begin to tell you how sick and tired I am of this goddamn team. It's every night they 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 do the unexpected, whether it's lose seven nothing to the fucking Marlins or they come back miraculously just to sell in extras. It's always something with this team. For Tatis is playing the goddamn outfield. What is going on? The pitchers, Musgrove, doesn't matter who they put on the bump. They give up seven plus. It's almost automatic. Uh, last night, though, I had the Padres in this four-teamer, right? And Daniel Bard, Colorado Rockies closer, comes in in the ninth inning. Backstory on Daniel Bard. This guy's king of selling, king of just blowing games in the ninth inning. Uh, he had a seven-year hiatus from Major League Baseball. His last appearance was in 2013. And then came back last season in 2020. What was he doing for seven years? I don't know. But to me, I was like, that's kind of, that's just scripted for just selling in the ninth inning. So he's blown several games this year. He comes in last night against the Padres. And no matter how bad the Padres are, you just can't count them out. And Daniel Ball comes in the ninth inning. And what happens? Two guys get on base. Padres are down three. Trent Grisham comes up. I'm like, this, it's just set up perfectly. What happened next? Gagger tie game. Padres tied up in nine. I'm going bonkers. And guess what? We go to the bottom. CJ Crone breaks my heart. Gagger over the wall, walk off. I saw some dude on Twitter had. A CJ Crone home run prop parlayed with the Rockies ML and the under. I wish I was that fucking guy. Are you kidding me? Why can't I any have anything go my way like that? Like, I just want one lay plus 50,000 odds, put 100 on it, and I'm the talk of gambling Twitter and gambling world everywhere. That's what all I want is on my bucket list. Just a boy's dream to have a parlay hit and be the center of gambling Twitter for an hour it's would just, be. It's a boy's dream, dude. What is it too much to ask for? I mean, for from where you're standing, it might be because <laughs> the way you set these parlays up, it's almost like you're picking a way to just get absolutely ruined on the last leg. So, dude, it's actually a really good strategy. Like, if you like, when I post my parlay, you can almost guarantee that you should not take this exact lay. Like, all right, Trent through this one. Let's now come up with a different combination of other games because we ain't, we know that shit ain't hitting. And if it does, 
great for him. So happy for him. But it never fucking is. So fix it up. Don't ride my fucking leg. It doesn't hit. I think uh, Brock's old strategy is take the parlay you've made and then get surgical with those teams and try to figure out which side you don't want to take. And then you might put together a winning parlay every night. (laughs) Oh, shit. Mikey Over's got it figured out. (laughs) Gamble Twitter. Recipe for hitting lays. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. We got the boys in the boardroom. Boardroom, locker room. I kind of like the boardroom. We should call it that. Jason, Gavin, how are we doing, fellas? Doing good, doing good. good. Uh, you talking about that seen... that same game lay makes me so excited to uh, be in a state soon that oh my. allows us oh my to make God. same I game even... parlays. That's all I'm going to say. I didn't even touch on that. We just drove 12 hours, nine hours. Dave, Big Dave, 12. Uh, we drove nine hours. We're out of Reno, Nevada. Let's fucking go. I can't even tell you how pumped we are to get out of that fucking shithole state. So pumped. So pumped, dude. And now we're going where with FanDuel. Don't tell you yet. We'll let you guys know officially when it's official. But, oh, my God. FanDuel? DraftKings? Boys, I might be broke in about three months. You're narrowing <laughs> down. You're not broke already? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the, the, I'm just going to be so ruthless with this game, Lays. Like, never replaced one before. Yeah, they get they get they get pretty horny. I'm not gonna lie. Someone that lives in a state where you can place as many what? same gay lays as you want, they get they get a little horny. I'm not gonna lie to you. Pause, pause for a sec. What? <laughs> I mean, when you can look at a slate like I did last night, and you're looking at a baseball game, and you can throw a home run prop, a money line, a hit prop, and a K prop all in one parlay, and only watch one game, pick another word to describe that. <laughs> I mean, dude, it kind of solves the issue of like having multiple monitors and shit, you know? Yeah, like, I mean, you're not kidding. I mean, and because right now on traditional sports books, you can only do same set parlay the same game with a money line and a total. That's it. You can't do any props. You can't do anything. Nevada is like no fun. Like yeah, it's literally sucks. the no no fun state for betting. It's like, oh, you got to follow all these rules. We don't have any of the cool shit that everyone else gets to do. And I feel like that SpongeBob meme where Squidward's looking out the window and Patrick and SpongeBob are like running around <laughs> playing outside. That's how I feel about our betting situation in Nevada because we're just following traditional bullshit rules. And Mikey Over is just fucking throwing, you know, the dumbest fucking lays I've ever seen. And they smell all of it. Oh, yeah, Mike Over's tweeting, tweeting like an eight-legged lay of like <laughs> this player and that player and this player to record a hit. Do not sleep on my five-team hit props because I've hit two of the past three that I've placed. So it is, you know, a lot of minus 200s, a lot of minus 300s. But if you can pick the correct five, it's kind of rock solid. Yeah, Pretty like, sure you, your you last know. lay that I saw on Twitter was then retweeted after the slate and it just said F. So that I, was I didn't look third into it one. too much. <laughs> Okay, okay. That was the third of the last two, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I'm tired of getting fucked on these lays. Speaking of getting fucked, <laughs> who's fucked, boys? I'll tell you who's fucked. It's goddamn Padres. These teams sucks. They're going to miss the playoffs. I thought they were going to win the World Series. They might not even make the playoffs, fellas. This team blows. They can't get a pitcher on the mound to give them five scoreless to save their fucking life. Padres, hashtag, are fucked. Yeah, I mean, mine's a little bit outside of sports, but I think this generation's youth is now fucked with the uh, thunderous return of Yik Yak. If anyone <laughs> remembers Yik Yak, Yik Yak made its return this weekend to the App Store. So good luck, this generation's Uh-oh. youth. We had a stint with Yik Yak, and let me tell you, it was the most exhilarating couple months that I've ever been a part of. So good luck. <laughs> what would the Yik Christ. Yak for sports betting look like? Fuck Kenley Jansen. <laughs> a, lot of up, a lot of up arrows or however, up votes, however that used to know. Yeah. Hey, he got the job done last night, though. He Left did. runner on third. How, how'd he uh, get there? My... <laughs> yeah, fuck Kenley. One out double. My who's fucked is uh, 
NFL ignorant and idiotic fans, because uh, I don't know if you guys know, but the number one jersey sale since the NFL draft. So this is since when was the draft? Like April. Number one jersey sale since April until this point. Any guesses? Any guesses? He was number eighty-five. Tim Tebow. Um, and guess what? We all woke up to this tonight morning. <laughs> oh, Tim Tebow. Tim so you know how many people have wasted like seven, and these are like numbers from NFL stores. So you're not like buying DHA AliExpress. Yeah, this, this is like Tebow fanatics, jerseys. right? These fanatics numbers. This is like legit. Like, oh yeah. So like one seventy nine. I, I feel like Mikey over definitely is the same. Is the kind of guy that would have just like went and spent one hundred and thirty dollars on like a Tebow, like. I don't know, like twentieth year edition jersey, like Jaguars commemorative <laughs> bullshit, whatever. Like he's cut. First, waste of first money. thing I would say is, does that appreciate the value of the Tebow jersey you bought? Because it will no longer be sold. Questions to I be asked. I think you're a little, you're a little bummed that you're not gonna, you're not gonna get one game of him wearing that jersey uh, in the regular season. Um, but no, I mean that's a fair point. But I don't know. I would be. I would be pretty disappointed if I like had recently just spent 150 bucks on a Tebow jersey. I mean, yeah, yeah you're I mean, an idiot yeah. if you bought a Tim Tebow Jaguars jersey. That's just like <laughs> if you spent if you spent a hundred plus on a Tim Tebow Jaguars jersey, you deserve to wake up to the news that happened this morning. My who's talk relates back to the last episode when we were uh, talking it on some preseason football. Uh, my who's fucked is head coach of the Eagles, Nick Sariani. I was talking about how his first impression of the Eagles and for the city was going to be important. And it's kind of been throughout the whole preseason. The last couple months um, hasn't gone so well. He, uh, Stephen A came out last week and said, he doesn't know what the hell he's doing uh, related to the media. He's still uh, giving a, a case for Joe Flacco for the starting uh, role under center oh. with Jalen hurts. And uh, the city isn't really uh, buying in to uh, some of these antics. It, it might've worked down in Indianapolis. But uh, I don't know if he's ready to take the heat from uh, the Philadelphia critics for sure. All right. So the gang and I are now going to go through the top 10 quarterbacks uh, in the NFL. And we're going we're gonna to debate whether or not their over-under is going to smack for their yards totals. Uh, a couple notes, though, before we get started. Uh, Deshaun Watson actually was the lead leader, the league leader in passing yards last season. But obviously there's no bets available for him right now considering his current situation uh, we simply just don't know where the hell he's going to be playing uh so he's not available so sorry if you were hoping to hear our take there uh but yeah he was the leader last season Mahomes was at number two and Brady was number three very interesting uh and very important statistic to or metric to keep in mind is that there is now 17 games instead of 16 uh so this will play a huge factor and that's the main reason why some of these totals are higher than what you've previously seen them in other years. Uh, but let's get right into it. Patrick Mahomes is obviously the front runner to have the most yards in the NFL this season at plus 310. And his line for the over-under is rid ridiculous, 5,000 and a half. He has done this once before in his MVP season. To me, though, that's so many fucking yards. That's way too many yards, especially with how last season ended. You know, he, he was a little banged up. And I just I don't I don't see him going over 5k yards. I ain't cer I certainly am not taking a fucking Patrick Mahomes under, but over 5,000. Does anybody have the balls to take this over? I mean, I don't think anyone in their right mind should have the balls to take this over. 5,000 yards is a lot of yards. And I mean, as much as people like to shit on the guy, he did lose Sammy Watkins, who had 420 yards from last year. So you, you lost a weapon. As much as you don't want to call him a weapon, you lost a weapon. You didn't add anything else. So I don't love the over at 5,000. He did it once in his MVP season. Do you think Patrick Mahomes is going to have another MVP season this year? I don't know. I mean, yeah. like how much does Sammy Watkins actually play a factor in his total of yards? It's like I think you're going to be shocked. I mean, I think whoever the fuck lines up on the line of scrimmage for the snap is going to catch the goddamn ball. I think McCall Hardman and Demarcus Robinson will fill in just pleasantly. <laughs> I think if you remember last year, however, Demarcus Robinson dropped a, like five he, he plus did. long balls. So he you're did. thinking he about a drop. guy in Sammy Watkins who doesn't drop a lot of balls. He's not healthy enough to be on the field ever to get down the field. But no, I mean, I agree with you. Like, 
I'm still not touching the over. I mean, 5,000 yards is so many yards. Like Trent said, like he can, he can get hurt. He's a mobile quarterback. He's a young quarterback. He likes to make plays. And if you miss one or two games, which he did in 2019, maybe it might've been even three games, this over is not hitting. If you're blowing out the lions of the world, I don't even know if they're on their schedule, but if you're blowing out <laughs> bad teams, which the chiefs will be doing here, here and there, and they decide to rest Pat in the second half to give the ball to Chad Henney, that's 150 yards, 200 yards that you're missing out on. Just so many yards. And, yeah, like you said, he got this before when he threw for 5,050 touchdowns. You need the best of the best to hit that. And, like, it's going to happen again. Pat Mahomes will do it. He'll get five, especially with 17 games, he'll hit 5,000 again. But it'll only happen one or two more times. And so, I don't know. The chances are that really? it's the not only going thing to I would, The only so. factor I like about the – potential over bet is that the chiefs never cover fucking spreads ever ever they're the king of selling the spread which means like kind of counter uh argument to your your argument about the blowouts the chiefs just can't cover and so games are a lot closer than what you'd expect against you know average teams which means mahomes ain't coming out that's my take on why the over kind of might make sense but I still ain't fucking touching it. But also to take in consideration, if they're they're still winning these games and uh, looking at any future for any position players, um, you always got to look at the team they're on. And uh, adding the 17th game at the end of the season might not necessarily matter if the Chiefs are looking at the one seed. So always got to look at the team. That is actually a really good point because if they're 14-1, and one, Mahomes ain't fucking playing. And, and your best most. He came in with – 4,700 yards last year, and now it's at 5,000. I mean, it might not make a difference. Yeah, he had 4,740 yards last season. If if there was 17 games last season, he was on pace to actually go over. So does that does that scare you all, at all? Yeah, but he's not sniffing the field that week 17 game. I mean, what if the Chiefs go uh, make, like, just a ridiculous – There's no way the Chiefs are going to be even remotely close to losing that division. I mean, week eight. I, I, what if they're 8-8, eight and eight, bro? Okay, it's my. It's probably time to move on at this point. <laughs> Is that your cue to move on? All right, that's the cue to move on. <laughs> Dak Prescott is number two. He's currently right now at plus five hundred to lead the league in yards, and his line right now is at four thousand eight hundred twenty-five and a half. Uh, last season, he only played five games, uh, but he had a whopping one thousand eight hundred and fifty-six yards, which was on pace for something ridiculous. Jason, what was that number again? Like six thousand three hundred ten point four. Disturbing. Disturbing. He was on his way to winning MVP, uh, and it's sad that he got injured. But coming off an injury and a hard knocks uh, season, what are we riding here? Over under? I mean, to me, I don't see how you could take an over from a dude whose leg was just sideways a fucking nine months ago. Yeah, I mean, just just nine months ago. There's there's two ways there's two ways I think this could go right like four thousand eight hundred that's kind of value for a guy like Dak when you think about the numbers we were just talking about six thousand yards and this high powered Cowboys offense but after watching Hard Knocks this guy's not making it through an entire season bro he's got the wishbone scar and he can't his elbow's starting to hurt I mean this guy yeah. I love him to death great guy great okay. football player. He's injury prone, and there's no way he makes it this season, and there's no way I'm touching an over-under on an injury-prone quarterback for passing yards. There's no way. Especially when it's set this time. Like, yeah, yeah. That's so yeah. high. Here, here, here's what I'll say about Dak, and I think this is honestly – I don't have a lot of good betting advice, but I think this actually might be some very why, sharp why betting advice. Why are you advice. here? Well, <laughs> I'm sorry. Why are you here? Touche. Keep going. Yeah. All right. Anyway. Um, I appreciate the mutual respect of us losing bets together. Um, but anyway, yes, I agree, Mike. Like, you pretty much summed it up perfectly. He ha- obviously has the skill to do it. He obviously has the weapons to do it. He's got the offense around him to do it. He was going to do it last year before his leg was sideways. But obviously the injury concerns are there. So here's what I think. Like, I, I like this number if he's if he plays 17 games, which obviously who knows. So instead of taking minus 112 for him to hit over 4,800, why don't you just hammer plus 500 for him to lead the league in, in passing yards? Because if he's going to hit the over and we're all saying that Pat's not going to get to 5,000, then we're probably 
like not even realizing it, but we're probably saying that Dak's going to lead the league in passing yards. So why not just sprinkle plus 500, get the juice. He lose a unit because he doesn't play after week. If he gets hurt and doesn't start week one or whatever, and plays only 10 games, like, oh, well, it's worth the juice, but not worth the minus 112. So that's kind of my take on it. And I think I just talked myself into doing that, honestly. At that point, you guys will also bet comeback player of the year, MVP, and the Cowboys to win that. And NFL. Super Bowl champion. Jesus. Fuck it. No, just but you know what? I do agree, though. When we're looking at a list like this where there's going to be value much deeper down the board, I don't mind what we like to call a sprink and bank, a little sprinkle <laughs> on guys like Dak Prescott to be the passing leader, right? Like plus 500. Those are bad odds for a guy who you think was on track for 6,000 last year. If you like to sprinkle around the board and not just go on one guy and live or die by that guy, plus 500 for yeah. Dak Prescott, that's good value. And then if yeah, he gets hurt, you're like, oh, well, like, okay, I have three. I also sprinkled Joe Burrow to lead the league in passing yards. Let's move on. But if you, if you spring, if you hit minus 112 for him to get us over, it's like, well, that was just, there was just no will, profit. Like, that was dumb. Will the ankle surgery uh, force him to throw the ball more? I think the ankle surgery is going to play a factor maybe a little bit. I don't know. He seemed pretty comfortable on it in the preseason in this hard knocks. The only thing that's troubling is that arm, and it's his throwing arm. If you can't get that arm fixed and the MRI is not saying anything and it's just pain, I mean, that's a whole nother like bag of problems. So to sum it up, he's a great quarterback, will absolutely hit the over. The only concerns are his leg, foot, and arm, which are not the most crucial things you need as a football player, but – We'll see what happens. They're up there, though. They're up there. <laughs> I don't oh, know. I'd rather have a good beard or mustache than a healthy arm. Yeah, I mean, it's magic. To be honest, so this next guy we're gonna be, gonna be talking about, I think, is the biggest threat uh, to the first two, and Dak and, and uh, Mahomes. Josh Allen. Josh Allen's currently at plus eight fifty uh, to have the most regular season uh, passing yards. I think that's an absolute steal. I would absolutely take this before I took. Prescott or Mahomes simply because I need that value. I ain't taking a futures bet at plus 300. No fucking way. But right now, Josh Allen's sitting at 4,499 and a half. So we need that 4,500, Joshy. Uh, set minus 112. If there were 70, 72 games, if there was 17 games, uh, he would have hit 4,828. So he would have smashed this. Uh, in 2020 and in 2020 he had 4,500 so he hit this over in 16 games which is just great news because I love this line Josh Allen I'm going over on you handsome I'm gonna double down on you with that man I love Josh Allen this year to hit this over they've got the 10th easiest strength to schedule coming into the year and on top of that on top of that you got a second year with Stefan Diggs. And by the way, your first year wasn't too shabby, young man. And I mean, the the one thing I would say too is you're playing the Jets two times a year. I don't think we have a corner that could sniff Diggs' cleats. So that could be 500, 500, two, like two 500 yard games for Diggs. And that's 500, 1,000 yards for Josh Allen right there. So I mean, he can get 1,000 yards in New York. Just in New York alone. <laughs> Single handedly alone in New York, just dishing out. A quick bag of yeah, he's gonna be wheeling and dealing in New York for two straight games. So I mean, I love his over here. I think you'd actually be crazy to take a Josh Allen under this year. This feels like the yeah. year of Josh Allen. Does anyone have uh, the balls to take the under? For that very reason is why and this might be a biased take, but I would I would on the under. This might sound crazy, but I saw in Philly. I know this is like crazy take. But when they gave Carson Wentz the bag before this season, he didn't know how to play football anymore. I know it's very much what can happen that Josh Allen has his MVP caliber season, but he's received 200 mil before the season. Would he? Would I be on this over if they gave it to him after? Maybe. But I personally also just don't like the Bills, so maybe that's why this is like channeling in. But again, this is kind of like the same thing as Mahomes, where it's like if everyone's riding this wave, it just just makes me think that much more that it might not be the greatest season for Mr. Allen. So I'm not I'm not sure. I'm not. I don't yeah. know. I'm, I'm not saying I'm taking the under, but I'm also not saying I'm I'm I might just stay away. I don't know. This has got to be the biggest lock on the board. The over. Yeah, I think so uh, just over under. It's got like <laughs> he hit it. He he went over that total. The total he has this year, he went over that total by 
like you said, if he played 17 games, he probably would have went over by like 800 yards. Yeah, he hit and the now total he gets, in 16. Yeah, I know he hit the total in 16. Yeah, so he had like a 50 more yards in that total last year in 16 games. So second year with Stephon Diggs, I, I mean, it just doesn't seem like anything go wrong aside from injury, of course. But I mean, I'm not even going to say the I word. But uh, I mean, it, it's got to be the biggest lock, and I don't know the kids from Wyoming. What do you think he's spending his cash on? Like nothing. <laughs> That's I, mean, I guess Carson Wentz was from what, like North Dakota, so I don't yeah, know where he spent his money on either. But but I, I'm not worried about that. I, I think he's he had like a thousand yards his rookie season, then he went up to fifteen hundred. Now he had what do you have? Yeah, a thousand to fifteen hundred to forty five hundred. So the history shows he's going to have like eight thousand next year. I, mean, I would stay away from him being the passing leader, though. I don't think he's going to be the passing yard leader in the NFL, but I think he'll hit his over pretty easily. Last year, he was, he was, was five. Like, it's definitely from, like, a biased perspective, though. Like I said, I don't like the Bills. I'm not a Josh Allen guy. So, I'm off with this, like, riding Sometimes out. you got to bet with your heart, not your brain. That's honestly, you know. Like I said, he could very much well have an MVP caliber season. I think he could. but. Like I said, Ryan going against the wave. Well, Josh Allen has the ability to uh, run around the pocket a little bit, get some rushing yards. Currently, his over-under on rushing this season is 475 and a half. Last year, didn't hit that, but it was 16 games, 421. So maybe one more game he gets, you know, 50 yards rushing, might hit that over. I mean, this is just – this is too deep for me. I mean, futures bets alone are – are pretty steep, and now we're getting into fucking QB rushing yards. Like, I'm sorry, I ain't putting units on that. Anyone putting units on this shit? If I could put this bet in a bowl of cereal, I would eat it until I was nauseous on the over, dude. Josh <laughs> Allen can move on his fucking feet, man. This line still feels low. He's clearly still coming into that Buffalo Bills offense. Him and Diggs have a great connection. I think Josh Allen... I think Tim Bones just, you know, if I could get a little stat on how many yards per game that would be rushing for him to hit this. Can we bring Bones in? I need Bones in on the math. Get in here, Bones. Hey, Bones, give us a little uh, – well, How many yards per game is that? Yeah, 85 or whatever. Comes out, comes out to about 28 rushing yards per game. Look at that. very doable. I mean, he could hit this in his sleep with the way those legs move. I mean, I would take this over every day of the week for Josh Allen on the rushing yards. It feels low, and I want it bad. So give me that over. <laughs> Can, we just, can just, we just appreciate the fact that Timmy Bones just came in here with the fucking lock of a number from the calculator with no hesitation? Whoa, whoa, whoa. calculators up here, baby. Nothing on my yeah, phone. He, that, was, that, was he, he, that was not Timmy, mental math. That was not mental math. Timmy mental calculator bones. <laughs> the mental calculator. I don't know. Trent, I feel like you would agree with me here. Like This seems like we just said, or at least Mike and I said, that this seems the passing yard seems to be the biggest lock out of all these over-unders. So all taking this rushing yard prop, I can already see myself the whole season being like, well, Josh Allen's passing yard is going to hit. But then I idiotically also had to hammer his rushing yards, and I'm going to end up with zero. So that's just how I feel like this is going to happen. I don't know. They they do have a shaky backfield. He does like to run around. But, I mean, I, I don't I, – but Josh Allen is not – he's not speeding off for long runs a lot of the time. I feel like yeah. in the red zone, like they'll, they'll get plays for him to – do QB draws go like try to, you know, he'll score touchdowns. I mean, but the yards, I don't know if the yards will be there. Yeah. I mean, I, I already, I can already see Mikey ever sweating this shit out all season. Yeah, it's like it, we, it comes down to a QB kneel that just fucks him. That's what I'm saying. Like why sweat it out when you already know the passing yards is going to be a lock. Let's just, let's just be safe. Take that is a fantastic yards. point. Yeah, <laughs> uh, all right. Well, we, we collectively agree that Josh Allen is a squad favorite. Uh, Ride is over, baby. Let's do it. Tom Brady next, next in line at plus 950 to have the most regular season passing yards. Uh, the line right now is at 4,750 and a half for his passing yards total. In 2020, he had 4,633, uh, which would not have hit his over. But keep in mind, there are 17 games. So if there was 17, he would have hit this at 4,922 is what he was projected. Uh, coming off a Super Bowl win, he was third last year in passing yards. Does Tom Brady lead the league this season in passing yards? Did the Bucs get better? Do they have more offensive weapons for Brady to be able to hit this over? 
I mean, plus 950 for him to lead the league in passing. I actually don't mind that for if we're talking about the sprinkling because the Bucks arguably have one of the strongest wide receiving cores in the league, if healthy. And you now get a full season out of Antonio Brown. I wonder what that relationship is going to look like. They tried to play two times prior. Now they get a full season with each other. So, I mean, I love his over in the passing yards for sure. And if you're asking me if there's one guy down on this board that I would like to sprinkle on to lead the league, it might be Tom Brady, man. I mean, he's a goat for a reason. I mean, Mike, I wish I wish I was there in person so I can just dap you up because I completely agree. You asked, you asked you asked if the Buccaneers got better. They didn't necessarily get better with new talent on the team. They got better because they have the exact same team. It took a minute for them to click. Obviously, they became the best team in the league, best offense in the league because they won the Super Bowl. And now they're going to have a full season, like Mike just said, to be together. Tom didn't have – I don't think people realize how – not bad, but for Tom Brady expectations, he, he didn't have the best start of the season last year. He didn't have 300 yards until week four against the Chargers. It took some time. And then all he did was have over 300 yards the last four or five games at the end of the season. And that Detroit game on Thanksgiving – Thanksgiving weekend, he didn't even play the second half. He's still at 300 yards. So now you give him a whole season with these guys, I feel like he's going to come out firing. I agree with Mike. I think the over is a lock. I honestly, plus 950 to lead the league. Did we learn anything last year? Just stop. Did Stop fading the goats. That's that's my take. Yeah, I mean, you guys remember the McBrady. I was all in on that on that team. All in on that team. And if Conor McGregor didn't fucking up, I would have hammered it in the Super Bowl. I did hammer it in the Super Bowl. I was all over the Bucs. Uh, uh, the the Bucs are actually the only team to win a Super Bowl and have their entire team return the next year, uh, which gives, I'm sure, overbetters a lot of confidence in this line. To me, however... I like the under, gentlemen. I'm sorry. Oh my. I, I I just think that's too many yards for a dude his age. Simple as that. I got nothing else to back up my point except for the fact dude's almost a half century old, bro. And Did you, you not hear it, like everything I just said about his stats from the end of the last season? He's only like uh, yeah, eight months so older. Stats, this is not a statistical opinion right now. This is literally me saying that's way too many yards for a 42-year-old man. 43? How old is he? I don't know. Way too old. To not throw. for a 41-year-old man. 41. Fuck. It's it's kind of like my yeah. non-statistical take for Josh Allen. So, like, there, there you go. I feel like the, Tom Brady has the chemistry there, like we said, the one season. I in. mean, he, he had a torn MCL the entire last season, which is kind of – And he still hit it. It's disturbing to think about. Considering Somebody get a notebook out and write every time that Trent gives a non-statistical opinion about a player and an over. <laughs> Somebody start tallying that. And disrespecting the GOAT. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Hey, dude, I was Don't the only one not that. disrespecting the GOAT last year. All right? You all were sleeping the GOAT. New GOAT. Question mark. Justin Herbert at plus 1,200 to lead the league in regular season passing yards. Kind of cheeky value, gentlemen. His over-under is at 4,550 and a half at minus 112 on FanDuel. Last year, he had 4,336, again, in 16 games. So that didn't hit that number. However, if there were 17, he would have slapped it at 4,604 yards. So many people are so high on Justin Herbert. And actually... We're going to see him live today. We're going to fucking Chargers camp, boys. So I'll give you some live updates on how he's looking. Uh, and, I'll, and then I'll make my decision on this over-under. Um, but anyone taking that over at 4,550 for this kid? I mean, my name wouldn't be Mikey Over if I wasn't going to take some outrageous <laughs> overs. But I don't see this as that outrageous, man. I mean, Justin Herbert was a dog last year. And now it's his second year coming into 17 games, man. He's got a good receiving core behind him. He's got a great team behind him. And their rookies, their third-round pick, Josh Palmer, is playing great in the preseason. So he's going to have even more people to throw to outside of the Mike Williams and the Keenan Allen. So, I mean, I love this kid. I think he's going to be one of the guys that's a mainstay in the league for the next maybe decade of the way if he plays his time right and doesn't get injured. So, I mean, I love the over for Justin Herbert. However, I would not touch him to get the most regular season passing yards at plus 1200. I just don't yeah. love that number for him. I don't see him doing it. So, I mean, they did, he did lose Hunter Henry's go to tight end and Mike Williams pretty, pretty banged up. 
I mean, he does have Keenan Allen, who was on my fantasy team and was an absolute lock. Stud. But I, he did lose his go-to tight end. That's tough. Here's here's where I'm nervous. Just just follow me through this this mindset. So Justin Herbert broke the rookie record for touchdowns thrown. Right, great season. Baker Mayfield also did that in 2018. Okay, I was gonna bring him into it. Now we go into the off season. The Chargers changed their coach to a defensive mind, Brandon Staley. We'll see how he does with the, with the offense. Back in 2018 off season, the Browns changed their head coach to a man by the name of Freddie Kitchens. Then the season proceeds and Baker has a huge regression and a huge sophomore slump. So I'm not saying that Herbert's going to have the huge regression and the huge sophomore slump, but I feel like it's going to be expected and anticipated that he's not going to be as good as he was last year. It's going to be a new system. It's going to be a second coach in his second year. I feel like there's a lot to learn. You're going to have a fully healthy Austin Eckler back for let's cross our fingers the entire season. He he only played a handful of games last year. They were handing the ball off to like Kalen Balage, who I never even heard of that guy until I saw him on Sunday. So I just feel like there are too many things pointing that he he won't be as good. I'm not saying he's going to be bad, but he won't be as good. So I honestly would feel pretty confident taking the under. I mean, there's a lot of people who are high on him to win MVP, which I think is a stretch, an absolute stretch. Jason's analysis of that just made me a little nauseous that I, on the air, took the over. But, I mean, <laughs> I do think that you're discounting a little bit how good of a wide receiver Keenan Allen is. I mean, that connection is only going to get better, and that's one that could be one of the best one-two punches in the league. And all a great quarterback needs is a great wide receiver. But, I mean, the Baker Mayfield comparison and how everything lines up. That's story. I mean, yeah, Baker did have Odell and Jarvis that year, so that's I guess. true. That's true. But, no, I mean, I, I don't want like don't think of comparing Baker and Herbert because they're completely different quarterbacks, and Herbert's a better quarterback than Baker, and that's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying like the way it works with the second year quarterback and the potential for regressing with a new head coach, your second head coach, and back to back years. Like we've seen it before. I'm not saying that it's because of Baker. But just the overall situation, I just I would anticipate that he's not going to be as sharp, and there's going to be some hurdles that he didn't see his rookie year. I don't know. I feel like Herbert might be my guy this year. Like I might dive. Yeah, we're in. all over the place here. I might I might be diving in on the plus twelve hundred regular season passing yards to lead the league. I'm loving Keenan Allen. His uh, uh, future that I'm going to absolutely hammer is over six and a half TDs for Mr. Allen. I like um, that. Also, I'm, I'm, I'll definitely take over 4,500 yards. I would almost like to do a little bet that he might have more passing yards than Mr. Mahomes. <laughs> Whoa. 1v1 that's, action, 100%. That, that, that's an interesting bet. Let's see if, we can find really, if anyone has another, wants to take the other side of that bet with Gavin, let us know. Send us an email. DM us or some shit. I'd love to see that. I'll, I'll take the other side. Oh, there we go. There we go. There we go. I would love to see that. all the factors about the Chargers this year. That's going to be an interesting one to watch. Justin Herbert, we'll see. We'll see how he does this year. Loser uh, has to try to make an NFL roster as a quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Well, I can already. I can guarantee you, no one's going to like this one at all. Matt Ryan, our friend in Atlanta, uh, he's currently sitting at plus thirteen hundred to lead the league in passing yards. After lost Julio Jones, uh, his over under right now is at four thousand five hundred. 50 and a half, which I believe was the same as Justin Herbert, uh, which is interesting. Uh, kind of a comparison there. Who will have more yards? Herbert or Matt Ryan? Uh, right now, or last year, 2020, he had 4,580, uh, which would go over. And if he had played 17, he would have had 4,800. So he would have smashed that over. Is anyone actually going to put action on Matt Ryan's total yards? Like, what? Um. I love his over. Love his over. What? And let me tell you why. I'm looking at his season-to-season stats here. And since his first Pro Bowl season, which was in 2012, he's hit that number in 16 games, of course, seven of the last nine seasons. Now you guys are going to be like, but what about Julio? Julio's gone. Okay, Julio played, I think, nine games last year. And two or three of those games were like one quarter or, like, didn't play the second half or, like, had one catch. Julio's gone is not going to be that big of a problem. And that might be a hot take. 
They got Calvin Ridley, who's going to be a dog, who's a you know going to be a top five receiver this year. They got this new tight end toy that they're going to be trying to throw the ball to. They're going to be launching it to Kyle Pitts. There's going to be plays for Kyle Pitts. They got Mike Davis. Okay, so not a lot in the running game, but Mike Davis actually is a pretty good pass catching back. Uh, he, he he filled in for McCaffrey pretty well last year in Carolina. So I feel like based on that, like the only thing that would tell me not to bet on Matt Ryan's over is the simple fact that he's Matt Ryan. But if I look at the actual numbers and stuff. I think there's a pretty decent chance that he, he can get there. And I'm more I mean, confident in him than Justin Herbert. I, I would take the under if I had to choose, but the Falcons also have the third easiest, easiest strength of schedule, and they're only going to play four teams that made the playoffs last year, and one of them is the Washington football team. So, I mean, <laughs> when you think about who he's going to be playing as well, the over might be tasty for you. However, I would take the under because I just do not trust Matt Ryan. I cannot do it. Question, why would, hit, why would the easiest schedule defend the argument of the under? It would not, but <laughs> what would defend the argument of the under is that it's Matt Ryan, and that yeah. if we know anything about Matt Ryan, is he loves to absolutely blow up. So yep. on a, as I've heard, one, two, three total, one from each of you just takes based on a name, a number, <laughs> an idea. I'm coming out here with numbers. I don't like Matt Ryan either. I will be going to sleep so nervous and having nightmares that I just threw five units on Matt Ryan's over. But I have the stats and the numbers that will back me up here. So, I mean, I agree with you. Like, I don't like – I don't want to bet on that, Ryan. I hope I don't. I hope you stop me from doing it. But if I had to, I would have no problem doing it. Looking at last season, I think what was on Jason's side was the Falcons were either, one, blowing a lead, or two, always coming back from behind the lead. And so I feel like the pass game was was definitely, obviously, the Falcons' go-to. And that's why, you know, Matt Ryan was able to – have a you know decent year with 4,500 yards, but this year Mike's talking about strength of schedule. Could they be having more leads this year and trying to put the ball on the ground? Who knows? I mean, Matt Ryan's getting older. Just got to see what happens. Jason, how much Adderall are you on right now? <laughs> Zero. <laughs> this is just straight caffeine and excitement of Matt Ryan overs, baby. For the love of the game. Jason, tell me the running back for the Atlanta Falcons. Mm-hmm. I already talked about Mike Davis. Mike Davis. <laughs> Fucking pay attention. Don't ever test me like that ever again. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. Well, next guy, uh, also the same exact odds as Matt Ryan and Justin Herbert. My boy, Staff Goat, now in Los Angeles, Matt Stafford, plus 1,400 uh, to lead the league in passing. Same exact over-under as the two gentlemen we said previously, 4,550. Guys, I would take Stafford over Matt Ryan and Justin Herbert uh, to to hit his over if we're picking, you know, comparing guys with the same exact odds on totals. Uh, last year, Stafford had uh, 4,084, kind of a down year for Stafford. Uh, and if it was 17 games, he would have had 4,337. I mean, granted, it was it's fucking Detroit, dude. What do you expect? But Stafford slings it. I mean, he's usually hitting 5K uh, or getting close to it. Last year was a down year for him, though. He's in Los Angeles, entirely new offense, entirely new attitude for this guy. He's actually got a chance to play in the playoffs, maybe even win a Super Bowl. I'm smashing, I'm nuking, I'm binking his over, and I'm probably going to end up drafting him in fantasy because he's my fucking dog. I'm all in with you, man. I mean, McVay, Stafford, it's just – it makes my body tingle a little bit. I mean, we're talking about a down year, but it's fucking Detroit. <laughs> Detroit. Detroit. I mean, if you're getting 4,000 yards in Detroit, you should be put in the Hall of Fame. I mean, <laughs> he's coming to L.A. He's got McVay. He's got better weapons, better line. Everything is going to be better. The showers are going to be better. <laughs> Matt Stafford's going to hit his over easy. Look, Shower, there are two- a huge, huge factor. There are two quarterbacks on this list that we're going to go through. The second one will come that I just really don't have a read on. And you guys are so into it, so excited. So, I mean, that honestly is kind of making me change my mind a little bit. But I don't know with Matt Stafford. And it's not because I don't trust Matt Stafford. It's because I don't trust the Rams in general. And I think my view and perception of the Rams is so skewed from fucking Jared Goff, like, just not being able to throw the ball deep. And, like, I don't know, is Robert Woods actually a good receiver? Like, I think Cooper Cup's a good receiver, but can Cooper Cup actually go and beat a man and go deep? Like, they couldn't – I mean, I think Cooper Cup had, like, one deep deep ball last year, which, again, is probably golf's fault. So, I don't know. My mind is just so 
skewed from Jared Goff just being so bad that this is probably one I need to just wait and see how this first year goes before I'm I'm touching a Matt Stafford over. And this might be a let's rain check this one till 2022 for me. I'm, I'm loving Stafford. I was going to compare, oh. like, do the Herbert to, to Josh Allen, but I might just offer it to Stafford instead now. So I'm going to now say Matt Stafford will have more passing yards than, than Allen and then Herbert more than Mahomes. Dude, they're my two guys this year. I agree with Trent. I agree with Mike. Stafford in LA, it's just everything. McVay, it's like everything's clicking. Cooper Cup, Woods, I, I love it. I absolutely love it. And I mean, yeah. I think we're also forgetting deep threat. They signed Deshaun Jackson. If you're talking about a deep threat, Ooh. let that bitch run out the outside and let Stafford uncork. Who's good for about three games. I mean, yeah, he, <laughs> he is a uh, kind of washed, don't you think? People never tell me that Deshaun Jackson is not a weapon. So I mean, he's he's kind of washed. Hey, Madden. if if uh, Jared Goff throws more, more passing yards than Matt Stafford. I will go to a WNBA game without my cell phone and watch the entire game. Now, there's a comparison. <laughs> Mine are hot takes, but Jared Goff more than Stafford? No, no shit. Hey, I'm, if it happens, book that. We'll clip it, post it, whatever. I you have to go to a it. WNBA game fully nude if that shit happens. <laughs> Oh man! All right, so next me- guy. Math, on hold on, really, really quick, really quick, really quick. Mental oh, wait, math no, bone. He ever does it take? Mental math bone says that Stafford averaged two fifty-five a game in Detroit and hit his over this year. He needs two sixty-seven. I think that's an interesting stat to look at when guys change teams. Do you think he's going to be able to make up that difference every single game with this new, you know, the weapons of Cooper Cup and Robert Woods and? Yeah, I mean, I think- especially with the loss of Cam Akers making it tough on their game, uh, I think that it just – I mean, Matt Stafford already loves fucking slinging that shit. And and I think I think he all the stars are aligned for him to hit this over I and have a great year. So so Thanks. we'll bink that. Next guy on the list, uh, it's going to be a fan favorite here, Joe Burrow, making a comeback. Love to see it. Plus 1,600 odds to lead the league in passing – that's a bold pick, but his over-under is 4,249 and a half. Last season, obviously, he didn't play the entire year. He got hurt towards ACL, played 10 games, but he got 2,688 yards. Do we trust Burrow and the Bengals to have a rebound season and him hit his over? That's a lot of yards for, again, a dude whose leg was fucking sideways nine months ago. You taking an over? Nine months ago, a lot of dudes' legs were fucked up. But listen, <laughs> My leg was fucked up nine months ago. <laughs> I, took, listen, I, I took Joe Burrow like a month ago to have the most passing yards in the season because the value is at plus 3,400. The movement to plus wow. 1,600 has been insane. And I think when I checked it today, it was at 1,200. So for some reason, Joey B is climbing up this list for the most passing yards, Why? which means that-, that I immediately hate my bet. Because one no. of two things are happening. They really think Joe Burrow is going to uncork this ball or too many people are hammering that he's going to have the most passing yards. And if it is the latter, I absolutely hate it. Now, I do think it is over because what did the Bengals do? They went out and got him another wide receiver, Jamar Chase. This guy's going to be a dog. But again, if no one's blocking for him, he can't get the ball out or he's going to get hurt again. So I, I already have a bet on his future on the passing yards. I love his over, but there's just so many things in Cincinnati that could go wrong for him, especially with no, no, no. being dog no, no. to line he's got. I mean, yeah. no, look, Mike, don't do this. Feel confident about yourself. <laughs> you you got you what what number did you get Burrow at to lead? Thirty four hundred. Okay, and I am hammering plus sixteen hundred today. I love it. Burrow's gonna hit the over. Theoretically, if he played seventeen healthy games last year, he would have hit it easily. Yes, everyone likes to tell me they have the horrible O-line. Here's Timmy Bones fucking coming in with the Bengals offense lines ranked 25th overall. Well, that didn't <laughs> stop Joe Burrow from slinging the ball 61 times against the Browns week two last year. They unleashed this guy. He will be healthy. They will. He will be throwing the ball 45 to 50 times a game. Like you said, he got a new receiver, got a new toy, his old friend, his old buddy from LSU, Jamar Chase. And look, too, the thing with the injury – is yeah, that obviously scary coming back from an injury. But if you look at some other guys that have come back from an ACL injury, Deshaun Watson came back from an ACL injury after his rookie year. He threw for 4,100 and some yards. 
Tom Brady years ago in like 08 or 09, whenever that was, he came back from an ACL injury. He threw for 4,300 yards. So if Joe Burrow is as good as people think he is, he can stay healthy and he can get the job done. I'm not too worried about the injury. I'm hammering it plus 1600. I'll see you at the finish line, Mike. Tell your mama, tell your son, tell your house cleaner, tell your teacher Joe Burrow's going to have the most passing yards in the year. Dude, Mike and I are actually going to be rich at the end of the season. I've, I've had this argument so many times the, the Joe Burrow, Trevor Lawrence argument with my buddies. And like, I've always been on the Joe Burrow train. And now that he got his, you know, like Jason was saying, the LSU connection with uh, Jamar Chase, something crazy to think about. Obviously, this doesn't correlate to the NFL, but his 15 games played his senior year at LSU, he had 5,600 passing yards, which is just insane to think about. Against the SEC, which is, I mean, as close to the NFL as you're probably going to get in college. NFL, correct. But obviously, it doesn't translate over with the the O-line of the Bengals and stuff like that, but absolutely love Joe Barrow. I'm on the train, too. Let's, Let's hammer this over. Uh, I'm I'm gonna have to pass on hopping on that train because I it, it's my new thing. I ain't touching guys Ooh. over whose legs were once sideways just less than a year ago. That's my new thing. New thing. That's non-negotiable. I don't care. I don't. Jason can come Adderall the fuck out with every stat in the book. Let's every get a stat in the book. And I, if his leg was you know 90 degrees the other way, I ain't touching it. I ain't touching it. Um, Aaron Rodgers next up on the list at plus 2,000 odds to lead the league in passing. I mean, this got to be the best value on the board. No, his line no. right now is that again, same as the other guys, uh, like Stafford and them, 4,550 and a half in 2020. He had 4,300, but that was 16 games. And if he played 17, he would not have gone over. 4550 he had 4410 obviously all the offseason bullshit he was doing obviously came to a term with with the packers and the gangs back together were their last the packers going to be <laughs> packers going to be a threat this year and can Aaron Rodgers hit that over I mean when you're looking at the packers right I, he, I I I cannot stand Aaron Rodgers in this whole situation the last dance post you're not Michael Jordan Devontae Adams is not fucking Scottie Pippen but I will say this the packers have clearly made it known that they want Aaron to feel comfortable so they got Randall Cobb this is a guy that Aaron Rodgers loves to throw to so when you look at passing yards and you want to go maybe that overs hitting they added one of his guys that he loved to dump the ball to almost every single down in Randall Cobb. So Devontae Adams, Randall Cobb, Aaron Rodgers, it seems like they're lining up to just let the ball nuke. And Aaron Jones has good catching capabilities as well as a as a back. So, I mean, I don't hate the over. The value is good, but I don't know. I, I think this is another one, like Jason said, I this might be a sit and watch for me with Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, I that, mean, shit. This is, feels like 2012 with the addition of Randall Cobb. We just did Jordy <laughs> Nelson get the whole gang back. Bring them all back. <laughs> this is my – I said earlier there were two quarterbacks I just didn't have a read on and didn't know, and this is the second one. And if I had to pick one, I like I feel like I have to go with the under here because we can all agree that Aaron Rodgers had one of his best seasons last year. I mean, it was an MVP season. He was healthy, played every game. He had the best receiver in football. And he still didn't hit this number. Even if he had played 17 games, if we're averaging whatever that number was, you know – our metrics have still put it put still said that he would not have hit it in 17 games. So I don't know. I definitely don't have, I mean, I think he's, he's going to come out slinging. Like he, it, it seems like another kind of statement year for him, even though it felt like last year was a statement year for him too, but I don't know how he's better than he was last year. And even that was like as good as he can be. It seems like it was an MVP year and he still didn't hit it. So, I mean, I'm definitely sitting and watching for this one, but I would not advise people to take the over. I mean, he's definitely playing with a chip on his shoulder, especially with how he lost that game against the Bucks. You don't think he's going to be just slinging it with a chip on his shoulder? I mean, to me, I want to smash every – all these. I want to smash his over in yards. I want to take his plus 2,000 to lead the league. And you guys aren't selling me here, and I'm a little hesitant. Well, we tried selling you on Joe Burrow, but you wouldn't no, be selling told, that. What so. did I say? What's my non-negotiable? Oh, sorry, dude. Who's legs were sideways nine months ago? Yeah, my bad. dude. The value though here for plus two thousand, I feel like it's just like you can't beat it. Two thousand. I mean, I don't know. I feel like I would definitely 
like why not plus 2000 for an mvp caliber guy going for a yeah. state year in like a fuck you season uh, i'm i'm kind of digging it yeah i mean he's that's fair. Debatably, that's fair i ain't saying he's the best on this list but debatably you could argue that he's the best on this list and he's getting the second worst odds to lead the league in passing i mean yeah he's me, way lower than he should be yes but i still yes. wouldn't, wouldn't take You'll wow. know for sure when I lock it in, if I do lock it in. But to me, I feel like I'm going to nuke that. Or not nuke it, but touch it. Slight touch. Like it. Last but not least, to round up, right, round up the top 10, Trevor Lawrence, fan favorite, plus 3,100 odds to lead the league in passing. That's a stretch. But his over-under is 4,150 and a half. Last season, he averaged none because he was not in the league. He is a rookie this year. You guys touching a rookie's over? I mean, the Jags fucking suck. The Jags are awful. I mean, here's the thing about Trevor Lawrence. I think I'm going to take the under. The only thing that I would like to see is what his thing would be for rushing yards. I think he's going to use his legs way more than people think this year. I mean, he really doesn't have that great of weapons in Jacksonville, like Chenault. Maybe, but he might break Peyton's single season record of interceptions with 17 games, and they're going to probably be having him throw the ball a fuck ton. So, I mean, not a lot of weapons. It's screaming under the plus 3,100. I mean, I wouldn't even come close to sniffing that for the most regular season passing yards. So, I'm out on I'm out on Trevor Lawrence. Just I'm real quick, 4,150 uh, over under for the passing yards is uh, over someone's – over someone's guy in this chat of Baker Mayfield's 3,900 passing yards. How do you feel about that? Yeah. No, that's fine. I mean, I wouldn't I, – I'm not here arguing that Baker should be on this list. I'm perfectly fine with that. But I will say that the Browns have one of the best rosters in the NFL, and Trevor Lawrence is one of the worst. His best, his best piece is Marvin Jones. So I wouldn't touch it. I would rather bet on Baker Mayfield, but I'm not – like, he shouldn't be that much higher. No, I, I think it's crazy that they're they're giving Trevor Lawrence that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Bones just hit my line and said his over for rushing touchdowns is three and a half at plus money. I put my fucking house on that. No, yeah, yeah that's good. That's Wait, good. Trevor that's Lawrence good. over three and a half TDs rushing? Rushing, yeah, at plus 100. I put my, my more. I, I take a mortgage on a house and put that on it. You, you're, you're guaranteed <laughs> at least like two play action, like, PA read to oh, the yeah, line and then like one big time 40 yard run. And yeah, you're probably that half, there. dude. That half is everything. Yeah. I, honestly, I, I realized like you're guaranteed. And I realized I only said three. I'm like, uh oh, that's yeah, yeah. scary. He's going to be, he's going to be on his legs. So Maybe much. a QB sneak there, I guess. I feel like he'll have that by like the halfway point. Yeah, I agree. What He'll be diving over the line, team? holding the ball out, dude. That shit's easy. Yeah, I already, I already right see now. the fucking bleach report graphic. I, fucking, <laughs> I already see that happening. I think but, it's got to uh, be a pod play. What, pod if play? He's just, what if he's an absolute bust and just screws everybody over? We'll still have four rushing touchdowns. He <laughs> <laughs> won't oh, screw yeah, us over because we're not touching it. <laughs> is he the best the NFL, QB? You need to have a couple years before you're a bust if you're a quarterback. Is he the best QB to come out of the draft in the last decade? No, no. Better. Pat Mahomes. I mean, yeah, out of you the draft. Out of the what? draft, though, he's saying like college. Career. Oh, yeah, I like, mean, yeah, probably. He's got all the. Tools. Oh, 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 oh! Like in the draft. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah it's got to be. Joe Burrow makes a case, but like just because that's yeah, yeah, he's here. He's, he's, I mean, yeah, but Trevor's cool. mobile. He can throw the ball a mile. Like he's he's pretty much got every tool you want in a quarterback. Yeah, from the pools aspect, one hundred percent. But the senior season of Joe Burrow is mm. is something else. Cam Newton, oh, great boy. point by Tim Bones. Cam Newton when he was coming out of the draft. Uh, yeah, he was. He was. ESPN was jerking them off. <laughs> uh, well, that rounds up the top 10 keys and the odds totals. Let's go around real quick and say who we think is going to lead the league in passing so we can come back to this and chirp each other when none of you win and I win. Uh, I'm going with Rodgers, dude. Plus 1,000, give me that. I'll see you guys at the counter. 
I mean, we had quite a debate about it. I'm going to go Burrow because I already have cold, hard cash on it. I, I, I mean, I just, I, I, and listen, it's going to be one of those things where we look back it. and go either I can't believe you said fucking Burrow or I gain a million followers overnight because I said Joe Burrow. <laughs> that, that's my guy. I'm going Dak Prescott if healthy. I want that to be very clear Ooh, if nice. healthy. So and if he's not healthy, if Dak Prescott plays seven games, it doesn't come close, then I will take the chirps. But if he gets hurt and doesn't play all 17 games, then I'd, I'm saying if healthy. But uh, if he's not healthy, fuck it, Mike. You know I'm on Joe Burrow too. Exactly. <laughs> right. Definitely not going to hit. Gavin. Justin Herbert. I'm rolling with Justin Herbert. I have to. I already said he's going to have more passing yards than Mahomes. <laughs> We're all going to mistake. If Mike's going Joe Burrow, then fuck it. Why not Justin Herbert? <laughs> I feel like <laughs> – I'm I'm the host of the show, so I can do what I want. I'm taking two guys, and I'm taking Josh Allen as well, because he's okay. Well, then I'm going to take Mahomes. I think the Bills win the Super Bowl. Dude, fuck this guy. Fuck this fucking guy. Get out of here. Close it down. Jason, you Super Bowl. Transcribing the hell out. All right. Well, that concludes our our rundown of going through the QB and debating the overs and unders. If you like any of these plays, fuck it, tail them. Let us know. Let us know. Tag us on Book It. Tag us on Twitter, wherever you talk about sports betting. If you're not doing it on Book It, you're doing it wrong. But let us know if you're tailing. Let us know who you're fading. Right here, uh, as always, this is the Atia Hour. It's powered by the Book It Sports app. Interact with all types of sports bettors. Track your plays at Picks from Experts. Download it for free on the Google Play Store and Apple App Store. This is the Atia Hour, your host, Trent Atia. Every Tuesday, Thursday, we release this show. Don't forget to tune in. Do it for the love. We do it for you. Thank you guys for tuning in today. We'll be back on Thursday, likely talking about running backs and their running over-under totals. Uh, So we'll see you guys then. Have a great day. Peace.